Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guests are Enrique, Diego, Juan Carlos, and Andres, collectively known as Making Movies. Gentlemen, it's been a minute. Yeah. It has been a long time. Tell me about the ideas for the band, and we've talked at length about incorporating this this folkloric element that y'all take from where y'all are from and incorporating it with this indie rock sound and really trying to come up with something that is both remarkable in your own lineage as Latinos, but also something that can resonate with the larger audience. Take me back to the beginning of making movies and how you feel that initial idea has sprouted into where we are today. I had the initial idea, um, and I, I I take it back to Diego and I's mom and dad. Like my dad liked rock and roll, like '60s, '70s, um, and experiment usually artsy, experimental stuff. You know, Pink Floyd or King Crimson, like even progressive kind of music. But um, my mom only liked to dance. She doesn't know who sang what as long as it was a good merengue rhythm or a cumbia or a salsa rhythm and, and she, if she could move to it. So that was kind of the genesis of it. But I think that what has evolved for us is when we realized we started maybe learning how salsa music works or how cumbia works. And the clumsiness of doing it wrong was part of what made our sound. But as we explored it, we realized all those rhythms start in in a, one culture in Africa called Yoruba culture and the Yoruba culture is what brought what was kind of like renamed in Latin America Santeria and you can picture these slaves being like if we put a, a little Catholicism on top of this sprinkle it on top of this the Spanish won't mess with us as much for doing our dances and our stuff and those pockets were hotter in different parts of the Americas based on how many slaves were there slave ports like Panam- like Panama Cuba um, and and different you know, parts of, of of the Caribbean have stronger of influence from Yoruba culture, and then other places where they're more Spanish viceroys have less of it, you know. But um, once we discovered that, that felt like, um, I don't know, the Holy Grail or something. Like like all those old rhythms and those chants, they, they seem to be the basis of, of soul, funk, hip-hop, rock and roll, and we got really into trying to understand that because it's before it's what makes salsa music what it is or what makes a cumbia what it is it comes from there and and uh, i think that that that's the evolution to me so we kind of if if salsa was born from that those afro rhythms played with a spanish guitar and some spanish chord progressions and a little bit of spanish melodicism and that makes a cuban son that shows up in new york city it's readapted by what's hip at that time the the big band scene, horns, jazz musicians, and that they what do they they didn't know how to call that, so they called it salsa. Then for us, what we're doing, it's the same story. It's those old rhythms, and we're approaching them with electric guitar chords and English and Spanish lyrics, and the things that we're influenced by growing up today. We don't know what to call it, but but it kind of kind of like the same formation. So instead of it being inspired by salsa as much, we went farther in this time. Diego? Uh, everything that we've learned about these different rhythms, all it seems to come circle back to is that as much, as different as these places might be, we're all trying to answer the question of like, who are we and where do we come from? And the, the farther back we go in that quest, the more alike everybody looks you know, we, you know these rhythms are more like oh goodness these chord changes these these musical instruments are coming from the same places maybe we all come from the same place and so that that universal quality 
seems to be the thing that's risen out of that question, which is, you know, the quest of being a, a, a Latino in the United States where you have a lot of thoughts saying, who am I based on what people tell me to be, what, what uh, perhaps the, the current discussion about what it means to be a Latino in America or what it means to be a Latino from Latin America. Uh, it's, there's so many questions that a person might have internally, and we just, you know, accidentally started to answer those through music. And what we found is that, wow, you know, who we are is actually more alike than we thought. Hey, you're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guests, Kansas City Band Making Movies. The love for your community, for your people, whether it's back home in Kansas City or just Latinos, the universal Latinx, is apparent through your conversations, through your music. But I don't think it's ever been as explicit as it has been on this album, which is interesting for a number of reasons. You can say it's it's fueled by the current socio-political climate and what's happened over the last nine months or so. But to then learn that this is three years in the making, I'm wondering how it is that this I, this idea of this diaspora, this journey, got planted in your head and how it started to come to fruition to what we have now. Well, we, we talked at length, you know, as we were traveling, traveling around and making plans for the, this album. And the album, we, we joke that it's been cursed. I mean, it feels like at every step of the process, something kind of tragic has happened. Minor tragedies, but, uh, the, you know, some part of the team or the plan or the something falls apart. But we had these ideas a long time ago. And, and while we had a president that, that we felt like was on our, on our side, so they were just I- ideas um, to describe what we were going through. We were touring a bunch and traveling to Panama. And, um, we had, the band had the opportunity to meet my cousin, our Diego Nike's cousin from Venezuela, who was going through his journey of moving from Venezuela to, to Panama. The band had a friend in Los Angeles who was dealing with his own journey and his struggles. And then I've realized that, that a couple of my friends in, at home, too, um, were going through their stuff. And I was like, man, it, all these people, they, they don't even know each other. But they see, but they're about the same age, young men, like in their late 20s, kind of entering real adulthood, and their lives are totally upside down for completely different reasons. Like the, my buddies at home were not dealing with Chavez's almost dictatorship. It was completely different things causing them to feel diaspora or whatever, to feel like um, this, this kind of pressure in their lives. And, but at the same time, the conversations with these people also had this kind of singularity to it the similarities and we thought like man that that's the concept like how do we explain that you know because I don't think everybody gets to travel as much as a, a musician would and kind of experience it like wow this this is so different and also exactly the same um, that feeling and so that's what we were trying to do and so the the that's what we created this album and as we're doing that I, I really didn't think of it politically I was like, how do I describe the story of my three friends, my cousin and these two other friends who are going through their their journey and, and make it all fit together and interweave? And, and, um, and then, then nine months ago, all the, the, everything that's, that's transpired, we're like, oh my God, 
when we put up we would put up a flag say we're all immigrants it was this to me it was not political at all it was it was it was if you look at it even this little guitar that i'm playing is a version invented in latin america of the laud which the moors took to spain which then got was brought to latin america through the spanish and then the indigenous people were like i want to try to do that i can't afford one how do i make a little one out of one piece of wood we're all immigrants even my guitar is an immigrant it didn't just arrive here on its own nobody did and you fast forward and we have mr trump saying all kinds of ridiculous things about immigrant people and anybody different than him really um and then it just instantly realized that, like, wow, any kind of ideology is political. Oye, amor, ¿cómo fue tu día? Yo todavía estoy por la avenida. No sé si viste la última noticia que el mundo se va a acabar. Y esta vez no You are listening to Vocalo, and I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, making movies. The album starts off in an interesting way. It almost sounds like maybe this is you sitting at your coffee table, sipping on some coffee, your guitar in hand, just sketching out some ideas, recording it on your phone, perhaps. And you say, ¿Qué es vivir sin llorar? ¿Qué es amar sin perder? And then it cuts away, and, and it sounds like maybe somebody intertwined what was going on with a voicemail and says, Mijo, what's going on here? Well, the idea here is... Alma becomes kind of like the the soul of of the the piece. Um, each one of these characters and the these three young men, they they each lose something they, 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 in the story. And um, but the commonality is that that all life is suffering, and and um, that's part of the beauty of life is that there is suffering. Um, so it's kind of cathartic, I guess, in that way. And the mijo is referring to the character who's spinning out in spinning out, and that that kind of voice message thing of of a, of a mother reaching out to her son re, re, kind of repeats through the album anytime a song is based around that, that same character. So that's kind of like the tying link. Um, and to me, like, you know, que vivir sin llorar, que amar sin perder, like what is life without without suffering? It, it's it's part of this, uh, it's part of this idea, like like there's a, there's a simple meditation that you can do where it talks about this, like remind yourself that everyone in the world wants to experience happiness and everyone in the world doesn't want to experience suffering, right? And so in that you find this kind of peace and it's a little meditation. And and I feel like um, if everyone reminded themselves of that, they would be maybe making better decisions. Um, and suffering and suffering is so relative. Um, what what somebody might experience as suffering here in, in a kind of stable country, even with, with the chaos of Donald Trump, it's still a stable country. Um, is different than my cousin who couldn't leave his house for two weeks because there's riots and that there's food shortages. But that doesn't mean that the person, who, whatever they're suffering here, isn't suffering. Um, that's all relative. And so we all share in that, and maybe we should be more conscious of that, sh- sharing in that. And so the, the songs are kind of a bummer. A lot of the tunes on the album are dark.
Hey everyone, you're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, Kansas City band Making Movies. You guys haven't called this a concept album, but given that there is a narrative that's moving throughout all of these songs, and given the fact that it's bilingual, by chance, maybe you'll have a listener who doesn't speak one language or the other. Do you think that they still get a vibe of what's happening here? Is it important that they understand where you were coming from? Absolutely. I think that's the power of music. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter what language is being spoken because the music itself is the language that's being spoken. And, and we all have a, a tie to music, whether it's from the fact that our hearts beat at a rhythm um, or that our mother's voice sounds like a song to, you know, they say that infants think that way. We have an intimate, as human beings, we have an intimate connection to music. And uh, while here in the United States, there it seems like there's a lot of separation between uh, any kind of the arts or entertainment that is in a different language. Um, the rest of the world doesn't experience that. They experience music in all languages at all the time. You know, art comes from everywhere. Uh, so... Uh, people who understand that and who have already been turned on by some music that is in another language or they're connected to some other culture in any way, whether they, they are mixed themselves or they marry into it, I think those people understand that it doesn't matter what language it's in as long as it's good and it connects that spirit of the music that, that communicates to them. And So that's the goal always for us. Boys, thank you very much for making time. It's always an absolute pleasure to be able to speak with y'all. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, Jesse.